Hello everyone, this is Diego, English language assistant, and today I'm going to be walking you through the speaking part of the Cambridge First and PET exams. Um, so basically I'm going to be going through each part, kind of talking about what you need to do, what you need to focus on, some tips, um, etc. So first, starting with part one, um, of course, um, in these exams, you're usually going to be with another person. So you're going to have a partner next to you. And then there's usually going to be two examiners um, that are asking you the questions. Um, so of course, first, you're going to uh, introduce yourself, they're going to uh, introduce themselves, they're going to say, my name is this, my, this is my colleague, their name is this. And then of course, they're going to ask your names. Okay, so you simply just introduce yourself, you say your names. And then um, the first main question that you're going to be kind of assessed on is um, the question, where are you from? Okay, and so this is um, really the first thing that you need to answer. You want to make sure that you answer this correctly. You, you can say, I am from El Molar, Spain. You can say, uh, I live in El Molar, Spain, right? You can say, I'm from Spain. There's many different ways you can answer this. But of course, you just want it to be clear um, and, and correct. And so moving on, um, still in part one, where the examiners are going to ask you some questions um, about you. So it's going to be almost like an interview. You're going to be asked uh, personal questions. A lot of times these questions are going to have to do with your likes and you di your dislikes. For instance, how you like to spend your evenings, right? Uh, what you normally do on the weekends, right? Maybe talking about media, maybe uh, watching TV, TV programs you watch, and a lot of times as well about your family. So talking about your friends, your family, um, special occasions that you uh, celebrate with them. So usually pretty simple, um, generic stuff that I'm sure you've uh, talked about before in your classes. And so what is important about uh, this first part? Well, of course, you need to be comfortable giving information about yourself. So uh, it's really important to practice uh, these different types of questions as much as you can. Um, you want to give short answers here because I believe you don't have too much time, but also you want to extend the, uh, extend the answers. So usually, you know, if someone asks, um, you know, uh, do you normally celebrate special occasions with friends and family? You don't want to just say yes or no. Of course you want to. Uh, say yes or no, and then explain why. This is really important. Um, you want to have elaborate answers. But at the same time, don't worry too much if you don't know a word or you don't know exactly what to say. Um, these questions are normally, they're, they're used to them being short, so you don't have to make them too long. Um, and if you always don't know, if you don't know a word, try to think of a different way uh, to say something. 
um, kind of go in a roundabout way to answer the question. And then, of course, it's really important, and this is for all, the rest of the exam as well, you want to sound natural. You don't want to sound like you have something memorized in your head, right? You want to sound like you're having a normal conversation with the, um, with the examiner. Oh, and one, one more tip, actually. Um, I say this to some of my students. If for some reason you encounter a question that you don't, that you're very unfamiliar with, that you maybe hadn't thought about, or maybe something that doesn't apply to your life, um, something you can always do is kind of invent an answer. If you don't, uh, if you can't think of something that you have personally experienced, it's perfectly okay to give a response that is invented um, because at the end of the day, the examiners don't know your life, so they don't know if it's true or not. So it's better to say something than just just to sit there and not say anything and try to think about uh, your past life, for instance. So it's better to say something that may not be true than to say nothing at all. Okay, so that's um, generally some useful information about the first part. Um, now, the second part, um, for, the, for the Cambridge first exam, the second part is going to be uh, focused on photographs. So you're going to be shown um, two photographs, okay? Um, each partner is going to be uh, shown photographs of a different situation. So basically, the task here is, of course, to compare the photographs. So the first thing you want to kind of think about is kind of how do I generally describe these pictures? You know, describe what's going on, uh, describe the people in them, um, what they're doing, maybe a bit of the uh, environment around them, uh, and so forth. So you want to do this. Of course, then you want to compare it with the second photograph. And after you do that, you're going to be asked a more specific question about the photographs. For instance, um, if the photographs show people spending time in a garden, you could be asked, what do you think people are enjoying about spending time in these gardens? So a lot of times you're going to be asked a question about what the people in the photographs enjoy or do not enjoy about the situation that it's showing. So you're going to want to uh, explain that. Of course, here I think you only have one minute, 30 seconds. So you want to be, again, clear and thorough, but uh, keep in mind you don't have unlimited time. So you can also be, you can also be brief. And while your partner is doing their answers for their set of photographs, you will also need to have a very brief response um, as you're listening to your partner about their photographs as well. Um, for instance, you might be asked, oh, which garden would you prefer to spend time in? So it really it would just be a simple answer with your own personal preference and just briefly explain why. And so that is basically everything for uh, this uh, part two. It, again, very straightforward. It's always going to be um, concerning photographs, comparing them, and uh, giving some commentary about them.
Okay, so moving on to part three. Part three is what we call a collaborative task. So you're going to be interacting more with your partner. And the way that this task normally works is you're going to be presented a situation. Um, and what you're going to have to do is collaborate with your partner in sort of figuring out what is the best way to approach uh, this situation. Um, a lot of times you're going to be uh, presented maybe a diagram or a, or a scheme on, on the paper that gives you some ideas, okay? Um, and so you and your partner are going to have to talk together, commenting on the different ideas that you see, and kind of coming to a decision as to which idea is the best way to address the situation. Um, so for instance, an example, the prompt might be, I'd like you to imagine that a town wants more tourists to visit. Here are some ideas they are thinking about. All right, and you will be presented some ideas. Also, again, feel free uh, for this task. You can also uh, come up with your own idea. I think that they would look favorably on that. But um, if you don't, if you don't do that, it's fine as well. You can just focus on the ideas that they that they present to you. And then it's going to have you talk about these ideas together. Uh, answering questions like why would these ideas attract more tourists to the town, right? So you will discuss that. It's really important here to kind of be smooth in uh, the transitioning between who is speaking between the partner and you. You want it to really sound like a conversation and you want it to uh, develop very smoothly. And of course, at the end, you will have about a minute to kind of decide and declare which idea is the best for the town. And of course, as always, you want to elaborate why. And okay, now moving on to the last part, part four, you're going to have some more questions in a sort of interview style, um, like part one, but these are going to be a lot more sophisticated questions. So they're going to require a bit more thought to the responses. And of course, here I think you will have some more time um, to answer these questions. So you will want to, uh, of course, be a bit more, be a bit more thorough in your response. Um, for instance, you can have, you can see some uh questions such as do you think you have to spend a lot of money to have a good holiday right these are more questions that are based on your own personal opinion and you will have to elaborate why you agree or why you don't agree right so learning uh phrases and um certain ways to express your own opinion and beliefs is really important for these kinds of questions and that is it. That is just about uh, the entirety of the test. It's really not too difficult to test. I, I would say that um, it's a test that you can very easily get to know very well and feel very comfortable doing. Um, so it shouldn't be uh, too difficult to prepare for the test. 
One quick comment, um, for those taking the PET exam the instead of the first, the format is more or less very similar, although you might find that in the PET exam, um, you don't have... Uh, you don't have the same exact activity where you are comparing the photographs and you might have um, more prompts um, with a variety of photographs of a situation in which you have to kind of uh, describe them in your own way and give your opinion as to how um, they relate to the situation that you're trying to solve. So the PET exam is um, more or less very similar to the Cambridge First, like the four parts I described, although the part concerning the pictures is going to be a bit more simple. The pictures are going to be uh, a little more, um, they're not going to be as elaborate and have many things going on. And your responses are... Um, they don't need to necessarily uh, entail a comparison between two pictures like the Cambridge first. Um, so that is basically the rundown of the exams. Um, best of luck studying. And I think you will do great if you devote some time to really getting to know how this exam is structured.